Is this plugged in? Is it working? Check, check, check. One, two, one, two, check, check. Okay. Wow. I can't believe it's been almost two years. This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. This feels so awkward, yet so very right at the same time. So I guess there's only one thing to say right now. Hello, conscious creators. Oh my God, I can't even say that without laughing or cringing. But welcome back to a new episode, a long overdue episode of Creating Consciousness. It's me, your host, Rebecca Weirman, and even though I'm laughing, cringing, I could absolutely cry right now. I didn't mean to take this long of a break. And before I get into the whys and ins and outs of the break, I do want to tell you that things are about to change. But more on that later. To put it simply, I was burnt out. Now, I wasn't burnt out from podcasting. In fact, it was the only thing that was bringing me joy. But when season two ended, I didn't necessarily have a plan for the growth. I needed a moment to reflect and be with what this podcast could become. Um, I also don't necessarily need a plan because anytime I've had a plan, it hasn't served me. I just rely on my intuition to guide me. The problem was that I was tired and my intuition was starting to feel uh, hazy. No amount of self-care, meditation, or sitting in the power of spirit made me feel connected. I felt completely disembodied and like a shell of a human. Even with good spiritual hygiene, psychic shadow work had me giving so much of myself away that I didn't have the capacity to listen to my intuition for myself. And when you're psychic, you can't give yourself away like that. You need to use your intuition for yourself too. So I knew that I needed change and inspiration. And that's when I did what any woman would do. I marched my ass into a hair salon to get a haircut. But not just any old haircut. No, I didn't get bangs. I did one worse. I sat in the chair and told the stylist, I want a wolf cut. You know, the super trendy shaggy haircut that was kind of giving mullet. Yeah. I sat in that salon chair thinking, this haircut is going to change my life. And as she cut, I was getting so excited. And as she spins the salon chair around so I can look at my new hair, this life-changing haircut in the mirror, I knew I fucked up. Firstly, 
Emotional haircuts are never a good thing. I mean, anytime you've cut bangs, look at the circumstances. Secondly, a haircut wasn't going to bring me the change or inspiration that I needed. What I needed was to reconnect with my roots. And no, I'm not talking about a dye job either. What I mean is when I looked in the mirror, when I saw my reflection post-haircut, I didn't see me as I knew myself. And to that, you might say, no shit, you just got a haircut. And to that, I would say touche. But I saw my inner teen, who also had a wolf cut, and my inner child inviting me to reconnect with all the things that previously brought me into a state of curiosity and joy. It wasn't inspiration or change. I needed curiosity and joy. I had no idea what this meant, but it was the absolute clearest my intuition had been in God knows how long. So I left the hair salon, mind you, looking like a knockoff version of my 16-year-old self, but I was on a mission. Treasure map in hand, ready to find that metaphorical X marks the spot. And the first thing I needed to do, that I was crystal clear on, was tell my Rolodex of clients that by the end of the year, I would be stepping away from psychic shadow work. I drafted the email, and before I hit send, I sat there thinking, this is it. My treasure chest is on the other side of this send button. Now let me stop myself right there. That was the most toxic, spiritual, bypassy, manifestation, girl boss, MLM, cult leader type thinking that I could have been doing. Yes, don't get me wrong. I do believe that some doors need to close in order for new ones to open. But baby girl, you're in your ego. How egotistical, perhaps delulu of me to think that upon hitting send, my future would be revealed. I hit send on an email telling everyone that the work I was known for, I was going to quit. Newsflash, my future was not revealed. And if you're a listener who's been here for a while waiting for season three or uh, a listener who has had a reading with me, you're probably sitting there thinking, oh, Rebecca, baby, you've got to do the shadow work. Yeah, you're damn fucking right, because that's how it works. We feel good on our integration journey until we notice that we're being invited back to healing. So there I was again, treasure map in hand, looking searching for the answer, traveling to foreign countries, taking plant medicines, walking down all these different paths, constantly digging with absolutely no treasure to be found. So that's when I gave up. I put down the map, I stopped searching, and I closed my eyes. That's when I noticed the vast array of sound around me. The chirping of the birds. The zip of cars. 
the pitter-patter of footsteps. I heard the sound of my blood flowing through my veins, the pulsating rhythm of my heart, the softness of my breath, the voice that said, I know you can hear me, but are you listening? I'm sorry, what? Excuse me? Are, are, are you talking to me? Uh, now, I know I'm psychic, and I'm very used to hearing voices. My primary psychic ability is clairaudience, which translated from French means clear hearing. Translated from the world of spirit means I hear dead people. So being clairaudient, I hear a lot of things. But that's exactly it. I was just hearing. I wasn't listening. But this voice was the reminder that I wasn't supposed to be searching, eyes wide open for something outside of myself. I was supposed to listen to what I had been hearing all along. I feel like part of the problem with healing or wellness is that we rely so much on our ability to see things that we lean into our visual consumption and start living in this world from this place of mimetic desire, a world where we want to what other people have because of how we perceive them to be, a world where we want what the influencers have, a world where we start wanting what our friends want because that will bring us success too. We take in so much visually that we actually lose sight of what our truth is. Our truth being a vibration, a frequency, a song that cannot be seen. And the only way to come back to ourself is through deep listening. It's through listening that we are able to reconnect with the rhythms and melodies present in the esoteric depths of the universe's cosmic symphony. But most of us don't know how to listen to ourselves, to our intuition, let alone other people. We hear things, but we don't listen. So when I heard this message, I know you can hear me, but are you listening? I knew that things were about to change, my relationship to listening, my relationship to sound, but I also knew that I was exactly where I needed to be. This wasn't a big aha moment. It was this soft, gentle, mm. I live with ADHD, and not the funny, quirky, TikTok trendy ADHD, my hot plate of ADHD comes served with an ice, ice-cold glass of sound hypersensitivity. And now I'm not talking about the I-can-hear-things hypersensitivity. I've got that. I'm talking about a sound sensitivity that when I hear a sound that other people can block out, I lose my shit. I become enraged. Sound would bother me so much to the point that it would become my hyper-focus to where it was debilitating. Nothing would get done. And I was all of a sudden brought back to the 13-year-old me who, when she became sick of not being able to do anything because of sound, she broke out her trusty headphones and did everything she could to drown out external stimuli. 
from music, white noise, binaural beats, crystal singing bowls. I was no longer fighting with sound. I was working with it. This sent younger me down a rabbit hole. And not a conspiracy theory type of rabbit hole. We all know I love those even though I do not believe in them. But a rabbit hole into the world of sound and vibration healing. Little me, younger me took courses, studied. I I read, I learned, I applied, I integrated. And I had all this knowledge and I never shared it. That's when my journey with sound healing began, over 15 years ago as a result of living with ADHD. My biggest trigger, sound, became my greatest gift. That's shadow work. That's creating consciousness. So much of healing is listening and giving the younger version of ourself what they wanted when they couldn't have it. But the embodiment of our healing arrives when we live our story, when we share our story, when our inner music begins to alchemize with the world, when we finally give ourselves permission to dance to our unique song. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to listen and we're going to fucking dance. Next week. Things may look different. They will definitely sound different. But at the root of it all, we're still creating consciousness. So remember, you are loved. You are supported. You are divinely guided. And you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next week with a new episode because it's time for deep listening. (laughs) 